I weighed 276 when I came in. Um, it was bad. It's really bad. And so as of last week, I was 220. It was so bad where I was taking a shower and I was out of breath and I had to sit in the middle of my shower. Like I had to sit down in my bathtub and like breathe. And I was, I was just thinking like, this is, this is just sad. Like, why are you like do something about it? I can't like, I just, I can't wait to come back and um, to see Josh and work out even though I'm dying. Whenever I get here, it's just his positive attitude. It's something that I look forward to because. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Julie Dwyer joins me on the podcast today. Julie has an amazing story. She's lost 56 pounds in the last 10 months. She has completely transformed her life. You're gonna be inspired by her story today. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Julie Dwyer. I am 21 years old. I am a college student, full-time student at Sam Houston, um, and part-time student at Blinn. I am a finance major and... Junior, senior? I am a junior. Second okay. Second semester junior. Yeah. So what, you're, I guess you're like co-enrolled, taking classes at Sam and at Blinn? Yeah, I'm a transfer student from a private school in Florida. So um, none, of my transfer, none of my credits transferred back over. So I have to... Zero. Zero. So I have How to, many classes or hours did you take? Like 50 hours or something, like around 50. Oh my. Why it was a year and a half, so whatever that is. Why didn't they transfer? It was just, it's private and it's out of state, so it's just school systems are like that. Wow. So yeah, I wasted a lot of money. So you and just time and energy. Yeah. Well, so I, it's awesome that you're going to school. So you're at, yeah. Blend, you're at Sam Houston, finance major. Yes. Taking classes at Blend, yes. living in College Station, living at College and Station. working out at our gym. Yes. <laughs> and you recently started CrossFit. I did, started, and I love it. Yep, and, and we'll kind of get a lot more about you know you starting personal training with Josh and yeah. that experience. So, give me at your current because um, you know the reason I really wanted to interview you is Josh highlighted to me how amazing your results have been, and yeah. you sent me that Instagram message. Yeah. So. I'd like to start the podcast with just hearing about your success and how okay. long it's taken and right. what those results have been. So that way we can kind of catch the attention of people listening to know like what an amazing job you've done yeah. and how much work you've put into it. So give me those results. Okay. So I started, what was it like late March, early April? I messaged you in February, but then I got really sick. Um, and so I weighed 276 when I came in. Um, it was bad. It's really bad. And so as of last week, I was 220, I think. So it's like 56 pounds difference. Wow, yeah. Julie, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So. so proud of you. Okay, so you've lost 56 pounds. Really, we'll call it in just shy of a year, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 10 yeah. months. So yeah. so give me a little backstory. Okay, so were you, like, tell me about... Um, Growing up, okay. eating habits, okay. you know, relationship with food and attitude towards exercise or if you exercise. So I was in dance, gymnastics and soccer as a kid. Um, I kind of stuck with soccer for a little bit. And then in fifth grade, I was always on the like chunky side. Um, I think because just my mom, she's really country and she like does homemade chicken and dumplings Um homemade gravy and round steak just anything homemade and you know I was taught like to finish your plate and go get seconds and like just 
keep on eating. That's just how I was raised. And so um, I was always on the little chunky side. But after fifth grade, they took me out of soccer because we bought um, a vacation house up in this area, like a ranch house. So it interfered with going to the ranch because my games were on Saturdays. And so I got, you know, they took me out of soccer. And that's whenever I just kind of blew up because I had you terrible doing all the exercise but yeah eating. yeah at least I was exercising before but now there's just no exercise because I was on the four-wheeler all day or, so what you know. do you did you even pay attention to a scale or weight at that time yeah my mom was really tough on me like she would feed me terrible stuff but at the same time she would really like criticize me like hey like Julie you know look you're 30 pounds overweight than like a normal and how, how old were you when she was telling you those things? Oh, like I remember that from like third grade, like young. young. Did that kind of kind of hurt your relationship a little bit, or do yeah, you... um, it kind of put like a little kind of like a little wall, and I always that's whenever I noticed that I started judging myself, like I compared myself to others, and um, I remember like for lunch she would always she would pack healthy stuff for lunch, but for dinner that's whenever I had like bad things to eat but for lunch um I would only have fruit and so I remember just like switching my food because everyone had cookies and chips and I would just like switch at lunch with all my friends because all I had was grapes and strawberries every single day and so know. even though you were eating a healthy lunch you were still gaining weight mm-hmm. just because there was no exercise at all just and how long how many years would, would you say I mean did you just progressively gain more weight gain more weight and just it didn't stop yeah what age do you remember um i would say thinking like i need to do something about this um well in seventh grade that's when i got my first personal trainer uh he was a former nfl player um so he he trained he trained me like a football player you know i was doing drills and all that and so he didn't focus on food at all and probably because I was in seventh grade and I had no knowledge of it and I really didn't have control with what I was eating because I go home and I eat what my mom cooked me um and all that but yeah so I started in seventh grade as my first personal trainers did you enjoy the workouts I did I did whenever like I enjoyed it more whenever my best friend joined me because he would uh you know make us compete against each other and it would be like a race and all that and so I really enjoyed whenever she joined with me and we did it together. But right after that, we'd go to Whataburger and go get a burger. Like it's. So did you see any results in that time? Yeah, I was bench pressing and all that. Like it was pretty yeah. heavy. <laughs> and do you remember at that time, like where you, how did you feel? How was your self esteem? How was your self body image? And I still hated myself because I was still overweight. Um, I was healthy. I guess you could say but um I was still overweight and I still judged myself um just because everyone else was like my best friend she was in softball so she was really muscular and I was just still I was muscular but I had belly fat and I had big thighs and all that and then that carried into high school kind of was there any things that you remember specifically about you know, dieting, trying to lose weight, exercise, nutrition in that time? It was, I really still didn't focus on, I haven't, I didn't focus on nutrition until probably this year. This is like whenever I really dialed in on my nutrition, but it was still pretty much the same where it was the home cooking from my mom and 
for lunch. Um, she made my lunch, so I had, you know, sandwich and fruit, and that's, or, you know, vegetables, and that's just how it was. Mm-hmm. Did but, you, in your high school days, did you try to do any type of, like, workout you know you had a trainer in seventh yeah. grade so was there more effort given in high school with exercise any sports I was I would I wish I did sports but I was too I felt like I was already too overweight to do it so I didn't I just I didn't feel comfortable joining anything or trying or pursuing anything so I just kind of stayed by myself and did my thing so looking back on those days like being now you're older what would you tell yourself now like to encourage you or to lift you up grow up Mm. (laughs) honestly just like stop listening to that self like to yourself that's like telling you like you can't do anything I wish I just like had the courage to go out and try new things and I wish I knew more about nutrition I really wish I knew more about that because that was like I would eat a whole bag of potato chips in one sitting and I loved reading, and I'm the kind of person that if I start a book, I have to finish it within that same day. So I'd be in bed all day reading, eating potato chips. And it just, you know, I just wish I just went outside and played like a normal kid. And Was it like a daily battle? Would you recall like every day that your mind would be going towards that kind of? 100%. Mm-hmm. Daily battle. I was always, you know, I would look at myself in the mirror and just be like, I hate this, but then I wouldn't do anything about it besides training twice a week um it just yeah and what would you tell a parent you know who has a child you know maybe a teenager or adolescent that's you know overweight overweight like who may it's it's not easy right so you know it's like your mom probably did the best she could she didn't Mm -hmm. know and she tried her best to encourage you but also to give you some principles and guidelines but like what would you say is if you could guide a parent in having conversations with their child where they don't want to come across offensive, but they definitely want to make sure that their child is healthy. I would just like, don't be mean. Um, Just change the way, like we look up to parents, even in our teenage years, whenever we're little mean brats, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. we still look up to y'all and um, you know, we follow what y'all do. So besides just, sitting on the couch all day drinking wine like let's go on a family walk together like that's just a small little change that I wish we would have done and it was just I don't just don't be mean about it just um supportive and encouraging yeah yeah. so that got you to college so I guess you lived Mm -hmm. in Florida so you started college in Florida um started college in Florida got I had another trainer there I started training again um just because I I joined a sorority and all these girls are beautiful and I was like wow like how did I get in that like in a sorority because I'm still overweight I was at the weight that I am now I was at 220 um and so I oh it was super so expensive um I got a personal trainer over there um this girl she was super sweet and I trained with her I think like twice a week as well um and what was that program like it was actually I the program wasn't good. Um, well, how I first met her was I was looking at the squat bars and I was like I want to do that. And so um, I asked the manager. I was like, Hey, can you like see like teach me how like how to the, the correct form? And he was like, Oh, let me get like a trainer. And 
she, uh, he brought over this girl and she was like, oh, this is how you do it, but I wouldn't recommend because we need to practice first. And um, she was like, hey, like, do you want to train? I was like, yeah, sure. And so anyways, it was pretty much like we started off with cardio and we just did a lot of stuff that was body weight, but it just wasn't organized really well. And did you have any guidance on nutrition? No. She wanted to put me on supplements and stuff like that, but there was no like... I, my ex-boyfriend helped me with that because he uh, lost like 100 pounds. So whenever I got into a relationship with him, um, he was into meal prepping. And that's how I kind of learned about nutrition. Wow. Yeah. How, how did that influence you? Uh, I was inspired. Like it wanted, it wanted me to go to the gym more. So I went to the gym whenever I wasn't training. Um, we didn't work out together. He did his thing because he didn't have the patience for me. Um, so he did his thing. I did my thing. And... um. I was like, man, I could, I could be just like you. I could lose 100 pounds too. Um, well, so I thought. <laughs> so you kind of, uh, you, you already had this vision, right, of losing weight. You mm-hmm. really wanted to. So you, whether it was with the personal trainer or even the boyfriend. So there was, mm-hmm. your mind desired that, right? Yeah. And so at, at what point, because I think that sometimes people, even though they want something, mm-hmm especially weight loss, yeah. right? They just can't visualize themselves losing that weight. Yeah. And would you say that your vision of you losing 100 pounds or being healthy in comparison to your doubt and your pretty much, you know, self-destructive, you know, coaching meaning like you're yeah. telling yourself you can't. How has that battle played out over the last couple of years? Meaning like you've got the person in you that's like, you can lose a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And then you got the person in you saying, there's no way you can do this. You, you know, you haven't succeeded before. So there's this almost like head game. Yeah. And you know, what has that been like in the last two years, three years since probably college started? I just kind of, I stopped listening to that, like inner self telling me all these like, like I'm tired of. I've been surrounded by negative things my whole life, and I'm just kind of sick of it. So, um, like, whenever I messaged you in February, that's whenever, like, it was so bad where I was taking a shower, and I was out of breath, and I had to sit in the middle of my shower. Like, I had to sit down in my bathtub and, like, breathe, and I was I was just thinking, like, this is, this is just sad. Like, why are you, like, do something about it. Just do something about it. And so... I just have, have you had a lot of positive people in your life? No. Not until I got here. None. Who, how, how has, and we'll talk a little bit about your relationship with Josh now because I think it's a great segue. You know, so you went to school in Florida. Mm-hmm. We were there for a year and a half. Yeah. Moved to College Station mm-hmm. because of the ranch, basically, location, or just because A&M was, or College um, Station in general? I... Just didn't think Tampa was a good fit for me, and the school was forty grand a year, and um, I was focused on boys and partying, and I didn't do that well in my classes. And my dad was like, "Look, I'll give you one more semester. Come home now." And I was like, "Well, I miss my best friends," and so I decided to come home. Big change. <laughs> yeah. And so you came to College Station in January. Yes. Perfect. So you basically started here right after you got here. Mm-hmm. 
And so you come to College Station a year ago. You had, or uh, two two years ago. Okay, so two years. I had ago. a year at Blend, and then how did I'll, I'll for sure go to Josh and tie in that this that after I ask this question. But you said you were two twenty when you rushed the sorority. Yes. And then you were two seventy six when you started with Josh. Mm-hmm. So how did you continue? And you got to that moment in the shower that was kind yeah. of your moment of saying like, "Wow, I have to take a break in the middle of my shower. I need to do yeah. something about this." So how did you go from two twenty? to 276 um well i think it was it was a lot of stuff like when i was 18 my parents divorced so that was a struggle for me um i have there's drug problems with my brother and so that was a big struggle um and then my boyfriend and i decided to break up and it was a very like toxic relationship so um after that ended I kind of like I stopped working out and all that and so that and I just went to go like eat at fast food restaurants all the it was, time and all that stress yeah and probably was, the was there any depression associated was, with a lot yeah, of that yeah there was depression I was sad because it was like okay so the, how the toxic relationship went was um I ended up I couldn't hang out with any of my friends I it was it was like 100% him and so once we broke up I had no friends left and so I was really sad, and I would just stay in my room all day. And that's kind of, like, what helped me move back to College Station, like, because mm-hmm. I wanted to be with my best friends again. And um, so with that and coming back to Texas, you know, there's a water burger, and I love water burger. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, I came back, and I was like, oh, like, I've been there's deprived. There's no water burger in Florida? There's one five hour. There's only I think there's only one, and there's oh, five hours away from Tampa. So... It was it was a struggle. <laughs> um, so whenever I got back here, I was like, Whataburger, Whataburger, Whataburger. And then um, my dad, like we like to, he loves Mexican food. So we'd go out three times a week to a Mexican restaurant. And so good old Tex-Mex food. And and it just slowly kind of crept up yeah, over two just, years. I didn't really, I mean, I noticed it, but I didn't know how bad it was getting. So you got from basically... To 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, to, I guess, 20. Mm-hmm. You got up to 276. Mm-hmm. You messaged me. I messaged And I remember you. meeting with you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you meet Josh. Yes. So tell me what, you know, Josh being your personal trainer, you guys have obviously grown a great friendship. I see you working out. And, and Josh, you know, I love Josh. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your relationship with Josh. Oh, my gosh. He's the greatest. Um I don't know if he would consider himself as my number one supporter, but I do because I don't have a lot of supporters in my life. Um, but I don't know. I think whenever I asked you, I asked for a girl. <laughs> I think I might have said that. And then uh, you're like, okay, like, you know, I want you to meet Josh. And I'm like, oh, man, like, <laughs> like this is going to be great. Um, but after meeting him, he's just he's such a positive guy. And I don't. I still, I still can't fully grasp how he's positive 100% of the time, and it's awesome. And so for you not really ever having anybody positive in your life, like yeah. what does that do for you? Like how does the workouts with him, because you all train two days a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does the workouts with him kind of flow into your week and affect and impact your week? I'm thinking about this gym 24-7. Um when I go to bed at night, I twist and turn for hours because I can't wait for the next day. Um, it's like what I think about all the time. I can't like I just I can't wait to come back and um, 
to see Josh and work out even though I'm dying whenever I get here it's just this positive attitude it's something that I look forward to because whenever I'm not here it's like I can't breathe because everyone's not I just don't have anyone to support me like I say like I tell my friends that I can't drink well their mission is to get me to drink um I tell my friends that like you know I can't go get cheese enchiladas their mission is to put a cheese enchilada in my mouth. Tell me about the drinking because Josh had told me back when you and him had made that commitment mm-hmm. to cut alcohol for how yeah. long? Um, until, I don't know. We didn't well, put the an initial, end date. The initial commitment was for uh, like 30 days or something. So, yeah. Because I remember he, he had visited with me about it and then I visited <laughs> with you about it. And then, and then it turned into like, hey, this is just... Like, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. So ha- have you committed to that? I have. I actually, I've recently had a little hiccup just because the friends that I have, they'll, like, it's either I hang out and I drink with them or they won't hang out with me at all. It's pretty much like that. And so just the pressure of, you know, them always asking, like, hey, like, let's go drink, let's go drink. I recently broke. But I'm back on it again because I feel terrible about it. But I went about like 200 days without drinking. And that's really good because my family, like I was, I was born with that's vodka running in my veins. Like we, are, we like to drink, my family. <laughs> and how did you feel during those 200 days? Really like good. I don't know, healthy, like not bloated. Did you ever have moments in those 200 days where you were reminded of what an awesome decision that was. Yeah. Every single time I thought about opening a bottle of wine and then I stopped and I thought about like, hey, you know, what do you want? You know, is this right for you? And then who would I disappoint and all that? I would stop and I'd be like, okay, you know, this, a bottle of wine is going to, you know, hurt me. It's not going to help me. Do you think that that's factored a lot into losing 56 pounds? 100% because that's liquid calories right there that you know you never know and I can easily drink a bottle and a half of wine in one sitting like I like we drink the Dwyer's we drink so how long are you now back since it's it- been like three weeks so it was just like it was a one night hiccup and I I felt really bad about it and I well, still feel really bad about it I mean that's a huge accomplishment Julie seriously yeah. I remember I mean I do remember vividly talking to Josh about it Mm-hmm. And the fact that you went 200 days and now you're basically, I mean, you're still, what, 250 days yeah. with one hiccup. Yeah, one hiccup. So what do you think your relationship with alcohol will be moving forward? Um, I don't think I'll cut it out 100% because I do like wine. Um, and it's, I'm now at the age where it's bridesmaid season for me. <laughs> like a lot of people are getting engaged and bachelorette parties or go to wineries um but I'm not gonna do what I did before where I drink to get drunk to blackout um and I did that purposely um I won't feel bad I mean now I will but later on I won't feel bad for having one glass of wine with friends on a special occasion but I'm not gonna drink every single night because I'm stressed or whatever like like that's not I don't see that to be how do you think this um exercise and nutrition program that you've been on the last year has impacted your life like when you say things like I used to drink like that or I drank a lot and to black out and moving forward 
is it because you're happier? Is it because you, you know, do you not want to drink to blackout for any particular reason now? I just, I've changed, like I didn't have any motivation before. And for some reason, starting here and being surrounded by these people and mostly Josh, because he's, I feel like he's changed my whole mindset. Um, like I have motivation and I have goals now and I don't want to ruin it. And so I want to ask you a question. Josh isn't obviously sitting in here with us, okay. but I want you to, to verbalize like, you know, if he was telling him like what he means to you and the time that you guys have been working out. Oh, he means like the world to me. Um, he's family to me now. Um, I hope that we kind of like stay in each other's lives for a while because, uh, I mean, if I haven't, if I like never messaged you and, um, you haven't, you didn't like make me work out with Josh or whatever, like I, who knows where I would be right now. I mean, I was spiraling out of control. I wasn't in a good place mentally. Well, you know, I tell the coaches this all the time, and I think this is a very great um, testament to what we say, is that basically every person who comes in this gym, whether you're coming as a coach Mm -hmm. or a member or a personal training client or, you know, you are here for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no coincidences. I believe that every person who walks into this gym, uh, that there is... A bigger purpose for their coming here than just working out yeah and I believe that you know you were brought to this gym that God had a plan mm. and that you know you maybe thought you were gonna train with a girl yeah. <laughs> and uh, just because you know of the circumstances you ended up training with Josh and and you know almost a year later yeah he's all right <laughs> yeah I guess I agree with you'll him. keep you'll, <laughs> I guess so, I'll keep him a little bit longer so just know that um that we believe that. I mean, we talk about that, and I tell these trainers all the time, and 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 I share it with people that there's no coincidences that you know God brings the people to this gym that need to be here for mm-hmm. reasons that we might not fully understand. Yeah. In in the period of time, but you know, uh, I think you're one of those amazing stories. Yeah. And that uh, it's awesome to hear you share that. So Josh recently challenged you. <laughs> I'm sure he's challenged you a lot, yes, not, not only on an assault bike, <laughs> oh, gosh. but also on a uh, nutritional standpoint mm-hmm. and now on a fitness standpoint, because yes. I saw in December, you mm-hmm. started CrossFit. Yep. <laughs> so after doing private training with Josh, yeah. which felt probably very safe and yes. <laughs> you know, you're very comfortable, you decided to start doing CrossFit. So yeah. tell me about how you guys came to that decision. Mm-hmm. And how that's been since you've transferred into CrossFit classes. So very early on, he was like, you know, Julie, you can do this. You can go outside and you can work out with the class. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, you know, I'm happy where I'm at right now. Like, don't pressure me to do anything. He's like, like, don't be scared. Like, there's nothing to be scared about. We scale the workouts and all that. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. Like, not until I lose like 70 pounds, then I might. Um, But I think like, in October, I started getting the itch to work out more, and I'm on a, I'm on a budget, and so I can't really afford to do to work out with him, any more than twice a week. Um, but I started to get the itch, and I didn't feel comfortable like 
working out on my own, like going to my apartment's gym or something like that. Like it's just not something that I really feel comfortable with. And so um, finally, when December came around, our schedules were different. Like he had, he was on vacation doing stuff and I was on doing stuff as well. And there is a point where there was going to be a lot of time where we were going to not see each other to work out. And so he's like, hey, why don't you just do it? And I said, okay. <laughs> and so I signed up and Selena coached my first CrossFit class outside. And it was just me and... Um, it was Lisa, one other person, and it was pretty much like personal training because it was the Thursday before Christmas, and so no one was in town. And uh, Selena was really nice, and she like ran with me because I am nervous about running 400s. Um, that's a really, really hard workout for me. Um, and what I kind of like is whenever I first started, I couldn't run the parking lot out in front of the building, and I can run 200 meters easily. And now 400 meters, there's struggle, but I can keep it done or I can do it and so Selena was running with me that first night and I don't know and so now that you've been coming to classes mm-hmm. how, so how many days a week are you doing classes five days trying to go for the Saturday classes but it's early in the morning and I'm not a morning person wow and yeah. are you still doing I saw you personal training with Josh the other day are y'all doing yeah. every now and then or so we're doing once a week now um and then what I would like to do with him is probably like critique like movements and or do stuff that I haven't really practiced yet. Um, that's what I would like to focus on whenever I'm with him. So I think like our schedules, I think we're probably going to stick with Fridays. And so I'll do like Fridays at 11 o'clock with him. And then I still come to the 6 p.m. class or 6 15 p.m. class that night. So after having experienced, you know, the private training and with Josh, now that you've experienced CrossFit and some of the other coaches, yeah, how wh- how would you describe that experience and your interaction with the people and the coaches? I thought all the coaches were going to be so scary and so mean, but they're not. They're so nice to me. They're like, oh, yeah, you've been training with Josh and whatever. Most of them know me because whenever I'm training with Josh, they come in. They're like, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so. Like, who are you and all that? And um, But I don't know why I was so scared. I just... Again, like I was listening to myself and telling myself, like, don't do it. Like, it's too much work or whatever. And I don't know why. And now, so now, what would you say moving forward, you know, after losing 56 pounds, Mm kind of asking the person inside of you who who does have vision and who does see yourself going in a positive direction, Mm -hmm. where is that person taking you? Who knows? But I'm ready to find out. Like, I don't. Oh man. Do you have any specific goals in, you know, this year or have you thought beyond, you know, you're at 220, mm-hmm. you did your DEXA scan. I see this, you know, you got it done last month. You got results, you saw where you're at. I mean, yeah. do you have any specific things that you want to do in the next 90 days or year? Um okay, so I don't know how much more weight I want to lose if I were to say based on so I'm at 220 right now let's just say like 40 more pounds, but I just want to see what I look like. Like I don't remember being under 220 at all. 200. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know what that looks like. So right now you're pretty proud of yourself. Yeah. I'm yeah. But at the same time, I'm where like I've always been. So now once I get under 220, then it's going to be like, Whoa, like what is this to me? But, um, I would also, I hate running. 
and I would love to run a mile. I've never ran a mile before. So that if that's a possible goal, like a realistic goal for a year, I think that that would be like my number one thing. Yeah, and it seems like you're just losing the weight very steadily. Like it's not yeah. it's not drastic. It's yeah. not you know, you and that's awesome. You know, it mm-hmm. seems like like the DEXA scan you did a month ago mm-hmm. and you were at, it says here two twenty nine. Yeah. So you you know, about ten pounds yeah. in a month, which is very healthy and the fifty six pounds over you know, 10 months is very gradual. And I think sometimes it's people want fast results Mm -hmm. and you're doing it very well, very slow, steady consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you started out training twice a week with Josh. It wasn't like you had to come six days a week. Yeah. And then did you do any workouts on your own outside of those two? I would just go on like an hour and a half walk with my cousin on campus at the A&M campus. And that's just pretty much it. But being 276, that was a lot of calories that I could burn easily because I was, I'm always sweating. I'm like, I'm always hot. So I'm always burning calories. And so now you're amping it up, doing yeah. five to six days a week of yeah. CrossFit. I mean, so there's, I mean, you, so you're just be sliding off. Yeah. And so what are some of the big nutrition changes outside of just cutting out the alcohol that you've made? Um, so no more homemade chicken and dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I miss that because it's winter time and Oh, I really miss that and chili and all that. Well, I can make healthy chili. But um, so I pretty much, I meal prep. um, I have like grilled chicken and then two sides of vegetables. So spinach and broccoli, green beans, Brussels sprouts, whatever it might be. Um, So that's what I pretty much eat or ground turkey. Um, And I'm not sick of it. And that's, I just, I, I don't hang out with my friends a lot anymore because Whenever we go study, we go study at Chewy's and we get chips and salsa and we have Marg's and that's just, I can't be surrounded by that. Um, just because I, I can say no, but after, you know, if you keep on pressing me after a while, wow, you know, I get a little weak. So yeah. So you're referencing your friends a lot and mm-hmm. you're referencing their influence on your life. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, I mean, is there a desire to make new friends? Is there a desire to kind of just... You know, I, I don't know if the word start over yeah. is is the right one, but is it is there a desire just to kind of like put away that lifestyle that you had mm-hmm. and really kind of start this new, healthy, you know, lifestyle? I mean, I'll always keep the friends that I have because I've been friends with them for years and I love them to death, but I don't have any friends. Well, can't say this right now because the people at the gym are my friends but um like outside of the gym I don't have any friends who are um making like a positive influence in my life it's all negative um like I don't have anybody that wants to work out ever like go on a walk like it's such a struggle to find someone to go on a walk with and so that's why whenever I come like I'm so excited to come here I think about this place 24 7 I'm always on the app, you know, like liking other people's performance or, you know, workouts because like this is my family. (laughs) And I love hearing that, Julie. I I really love hearing that. And I wonder, do you have any positive influence on their lives? Do you think you do? On my friends? I hope so. We don't like talk about it. I hope I do. Um, There are. So I love Snapchat and um, my Snapchat's pretty much my like 
workout of the day diary. Like I post, I'm one of those annoying people that post like three minute stories, but I post how afraid I am before my workout. And then at the, um, and then after my workout, I'm like, Ooh, it was totally fine. Like I, I killed it. Like, this is what I did. This is how I scaled. Um, I post my meal preps and this past week, two people have messaged me saying, Hey, like you inspire me. And so I have those people that like, I've inspired a lot of people, but they're not, um, they're not like the people that I hang out with every single day, but it's, I don't know that. How does that good. make you feel? Oh, amazing. Like I just smile and I'm like, but then at the same time, like, why me? Like, I'm just, I'm overweight and I'm just making good choices. But they're asking me like, Hey, like, how do you meal prep like this? Like teach me your ways or like, like, what's this gym do you like that you go to? Like, what is CrossFit? are you the only girl that works out there? And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> what no, is no, no. your, if people want to follow you on Snapchat, what's your, uh, what do you call it? Handle? It, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just my ID. name. Yeah. My, what I don't know my name. Okay. It's just Julie Dwyer. So people want to follow you. Yeah. So oh, this is awesome. Just so you know, you're, uh, I just appreciate your honesty. Appreciate everything you're sharing. Last question. And it's the question that I always ask people who come on. So the title of the podcast is Building Better People. You know, we believe that if you're exercising, you're becoming a better version of you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just from hearing everything that you've shared, I think that's so true for you. But my question for you is, what does building better people mean to you? It's about putting your best foot forward. I What I like to think about is... I've now found a reason to chase the best version of myself. Like, I cannot wait to see what I am 90 days down the road, uh, five years down the road. Like, I am chasing that best version of myself, whether it be religiously, mentally, physically, socially, like, whatever way it is, like, I just, I'm looking forward to living. And that's, like, the huge difference because I didn't care before, like, waking up going to sleep everything was just so gray like I didn't care about anything but now it's just like I love life (laughs) thank you for tuning in today don't forget to subscribe to the building better people podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle